Start your day with a winning combination, Hemisphere Coffee Roasters Coffee and the We Tackle Life podcast. Hemisphere Coffee Roasters Coffee, bought direct from growers in foreign countries who do great things in their local communities. Hemisphere Coffee Roasters Coffee offers you a 15% discount when you use the promo code WETACKLELIFE in all caps or donate your discount to COVID-19 relief by noting in the comments section that you're a Spielman and Hooley podcast listener. Order online, HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. on the Spielman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast. Uh, the reason for the dinner was it, they're invested, right? They, they have to make it. It was fun. It was fun for them to do. I think they enjoyed the experience. And the entertainment was was fun. And that turned into competitions, of course. And they all competed very well. Actually, I gave them all a grade sheet at the end of the week uh, and, and rated them as uh, what, you know, one of the guy that won first team all vacation dominant in spike ball. First team uh, all vacation. Yeah, I, I gave him honorable <laughs> mention. First team. I, first team all vacation. Yeah, I got a lot of comments on that from friends of mine. First team <laughs> all vacation. <laughs> We're dying for sports. What do you want me to tell with you? Laughter. That Some you... of the vultures are upset at the rankings. So, <laughs> vulture number one is really concerned with my rankings, and I told him the fact that he was a college baseball player and he had an error in a wiffle ball game. Curtis. But he's number one overall. Well, uh, then he can take uh, you know heart because there's a lot of mad Buckeye fans over the Big Ten All Decade football team that didn't have Zeke Elliott on the first team at running. Back. <laughs> no, so we'll, no. Why would you have him on there? We'll talk about uh, that as a July first edition of the Spielman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast takes off. July already. Yeah. Landmark day, July the first, because today's the day that um, dropping Dish Network. You are. I'm dropping it, big man. I'm going. You've been saying that for two years. Well, I yes, I have been because I've been in a two-year contract, and I think it expired yesterday. Are you excited about the expiration? Uh, yeah, I was excited uh, to try YouTube TV. Uh, I have the Roku uh, oh, stick do? ordered. Ordered. Okay. Amazon's running a little behind, so I'll be television less for probably oh three, four, five days. That's okay. That long? I got projects. Oh, I mean, it could arrive. What do you do at the, night, though? How do you the, fall asleep? Uh, listen to podcasts. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know any good ones? Because I don't. <laughs> That's not going to get you first team all no, vacation. No, saying no, that. Um so yeah, I'm I'm excited. Except yesterday, a buddy, of mine, I've, I've become hooked on this show called Alone. Have you heard of the show Alone? No. They dump ten people in the Arctic, and the premise is you spend a hundred days in the Arctic if you can, uh, trapping your own food, fishing, mm-hmm. shooting animals, whatever. So I got hooked on this. It's like in the third or fourth episode now on the History Channel. I became so hooked on it that I found it on demand the previous season. In the last four days, I've watched the entire season six where the winner was a guy who shot and killed a moose with a bow and arrow and killed a wolverine with a hatchet. Nothing wrong with killing wolverines. He would would be first team all vacation. (laughs) Killing a wolverine with a hatchet. you got to be kidding me, man. He'd be governor in the state of Ohio. No kidding. Or head coach at Ohio State. Good. So, uh, so, but now I hear that uh, the History Channel is not on YouTube TV, so I can't watch alone. 
oh, on YouTube TV. That's, that's a, bummer. a bummer, 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 bummer. The so, History Channel's not on YouTube? The History Channel's not on YouTube, t- YouTube you, TV. You I'm told good... I, I don't know if I can get it on Roku or some other way. I don't know. Uh, no, I mean... I found a way to get all the families, the Hallmark movie channel, the Hallmark family channel that my kids love. I found a way to get okay. that. That's like a $5 per month charge, which is good. So we're going to cut our costs from like, you know, dish hike the introductory rate from well over 100 to, or, or they hiked it from under 100 to well over 100. So I think we're going to be able to do YouTube TV. That's for funny. 50, I, 50 I, I mean, I'm glad I didn't go with YouTube TV because I spend... A lot of my TV watching, watching American Heroes Channel, Military yeah, History yeah. Channel, and the History Channel, and uh, ID Discovery. Uh, do they, I, that's disappointing. Now, why don't you go to DirecTV? Well, I mean, that's a possibility. Uh, there's no contract with YouTube TV, so I could take a good long look at YouTube TV, and then if we get to the NFL season, DirecTV typically gives away yeah. a year of... Uh, what do they call it? Game plan? Game, uh, like game give pass. Away, like, you know, their whatever it is, the football package where you get yeah. all the football games. So then I'd be able to watch you and Tom. That'd yeah. be a big up. But oh. that's not the only reason July 1 so. is a lame. I hope you'll be able I'll to be watch hopeful it. I'll be able to watch you. So. I, I it's not the quite, only reason July 1. I have some 1. questions for you when we get into that. Okay. Landmark day, uh, July 1, also not just because I'm dropping dish, but because of what? I'm no longer a father of a kid. I'm all a father of all adults. My youngest turns 18 today. Wow. Happy birthday, Audrey Grace. Uh, I love you with all my heart, and I'm very proud of you. And I go, what do you want for your birthday? And she then said, she looked at me very seriously and said, I don't want to work out. And I said, all right, well, that's your present. You don't have to work out today. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I, I have, you go, Audrey. I have her on. Uh, I In our house, it's mandatory that you work out. I mean, it's part of. If you're going to live in that house, you're working out. There's a gym right in the garage. Yes. And you have to work out because we, you know, I when I preach balance, mental, physical, and spiritual, I have to force them to put it into action until eventually they own it. Uh-huh. And she just had a little problem grasping the ownership of the physical part of it. Like I said, su- su- superior athlete. Superior athlete yeah. to me, to... Best athlete in the whole family. Uh, could care less about sports, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very proud of her. She's a hard worker. She's a great girl. Uh, that You know that Tim McGraw so- song, Humble and Kind? Mm-hmm. That's uh, That reminds me of Audrey. Audrey and, is your uh, child that I, that I know the least well. Yeah. I, don't, I really don't know Audrey at all yeah. uh, because she's the youngest. And when you and I were, you know, dealing with each other more on a daily yeah. basis— you know, I got to know, obviously, Maddie, and we worked with Maddie at The mm-hmm. Zone, and I've known Maddie and Noah, and have gotten to know Macy uh, throughout her high school basketball career. Right. But Audrey, I have not had the pleasure of getting to know, but uh, I see her on Instagram, and I hear stories from you about Audrey, and she's a delightful young lady. Yeah, she I'm is. a very hard worker she from all the different worker, jobs yeah. that she's doing. Yeah, well, that's another rule. If you're not playing sports, you, you're working. Um, I don't know. I go through... Good days and, and bad days as far as football goes. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious. Positivity, negativity yeah. in terms of the future. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm curious. Do you go through that? or I do. I, the last podcast I did before you came back, I was like, I'm not feeling real great about football. Now I get some perspective on the COVID numbers because 
I think I'm a pretty discerning consumer of very, media. Very, uh, and discerning. even I was hoodwinked by, oh, their numbers are up, and it's a disaster, and all this stuff. And then I talked to our friend, the doctor, my friend, the doctor, who I've mm-hmm. shared his wisdom with you and his insight and, and analysis of the numbers. And the numbers are actually good. Good news. Do you think they're, like, it almost feels like why is why is none of that being reported? I have no idea. You know, I I know I know this guy's a lightning rod, but I actually think he does a great job. Alex Berenson? I was going to say Clay Travis oh, in terms Clay. of like putting out information that other people won't put out and he's asked that question on his site outkick.com is the death numbers continue to plummet from their highs and he's like why is no one reporting this? I mean I don't want to ruin, you know, the sports part of the podcast by going into it. No, I mean, there's, but, but it's it's related to sports. It, well, it intersects with sports, sure. I mean, yeah. the effort to criticize the handling of the coronavirus um, may lead us to a point where we have cultivated so much fear. Uh, Fauci just yesterday was in. Congress and Rand Paul had to light him up about you need to get the kids back in schools. Even the American Society of Pediatrics says you got to get the kids back in schools. I don't think the American Society of Pediatrics is about imperiling children. Yeah. So if they say the kids need to be back in school, they need to be back in school. And if they're back in school, guess what? They can play sports. Yeah. I just uh, I'm a little disheartened in, and again I go through ups and downs um, because there there's certain writers that write stories and people that I know and like and respect. And I know they're just interviewing people, but uh, Dennis Dodd interviewed somebody, a computer scientist who said, if they play college football this year, there'll be four to six COVID deaths. Okay. So that's not, so who did he interview? What was the guy's uh, profession? He was an IT guy, Colum- or a okay. computer model. He ran a computer model okay. that there'd be four to six. And what what has been among all the things overstated? From, and I'm not criticizing Dennis. No, I, like, I, the computer models have been decidedly horribly wrong. Yes, yes. I mean, that's I think at the point where uh, the biggest question I have. I, I do think there's going to be disruption during the season. There might of be course. game delays or. Something like that. I don't know how they're going to have to deal with that. Going to be guys sit out with it. I mean, unless you let them play with it, which to me, if you've got it and you're asymptomatic, play. Why can't you play? I don't know. Oh, you might infect somebody else. Well, okay, but you know what? It's not like that. Let's say just Justin Fields just to name at least. Let's say Justin Fields has it. Okay, he's playing. You feeling good? How you feel? How you feel? I so feel great. You play Justin Fields now over on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Penn State's like, whoa, you can't play him. I mean, yeah. he might infect us. Like guys in your own locker room can infect you. Other guys on the Buckeyes who you don't know have it may have it and they may infect you. Yeah. So it's silly to me that he's, oh well, we can't put him around anybody because he might infect people. You're not living in bubbles, people. You're around everybody who can infect you. Well, you're at the store somebody that can, can of infect course. you. Um, of course. So what's your gut feeling? Are you Is your gut feeling telling you that they will cancel the season, both college and NFL, or is your gut feeling telling you that they'll play? My gut feeling is the NFL is going to play. My gut feeling is high schools are going to play. And let's talk about Ohio high schools because okay. I can't tell you what the conditions are going to be like anywhere else. But Ohio high schools are going to play. 
My gut feeling is of the three, colleges are going to be the most imperiled because college campuses are the most worried about perception. I'm planning like there's not going to be a season. I think there will be. But, and this is a piece of advice that I've learned, and I, I try to pass this on to anybody that's interested, and maybe this podcast, there's some people that are interested, that very few times in my life, um, I got sideswiped once back in uh, 1998. I got sideswiped with cancer. And there's a Bible verse that goes with this. And ever since 90, 1998, I promised myself that I'd never get caught off guard again. Uh, and I've always, for the last 22 years, I've had a plan B. I've always had a plan B, and, I have, and I'm working on a plan B right now, okay. uh, which includes more time with you. Yay! Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... No, it well, it would. We probably if there's no season, that probably we'd probably up this podcast uh, every day or another day, which okay. you know, and and take turn it into whatever we want to turn it yeah. into. Uh, probably mainly bitching about there's no season, <laughs> mainly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or breaking down high school sports. There we go. Because I'll be going to every high school game, but uh, in the verse that goes with that, folks, and and I hope you're. Look this up when you get out of your car, if you're listening to this in your car or or your home, is to um, 1 Corinthians 16, 13, and 14. And it goes, be on your guard, stand firm in your faith, be a man of strength, be a man of courage, and woman. Uh, above all, do everything with love. But I made a promise to myself that I'm never going to get cut off guard again. And in order to do that, you know, you have to be willing to look at, all right, if things go bad, what's my plan? And you have to look at that and study it and not be afraid of it mm -hmm. to come up with the plan. I know you've done that in your life where you've, I don't know if you've always had a plan B, but I uh, learned valuable lessons and have never been caught off guard for the last 22 years. So if there is no NFL season, then obviously I, I don't know if, if even though I'm under contract, I don't know if I would be. I'm planning on okay. Well, they'll probably furlough us for a year, or yeah, or just you know carry your contract over for next year. Well, that's a substantial amount of income that I make from Spock mm -hmm. of my income. It's not all of my income, but it's a su substantial part of my income. Yeah. So I have to be prepared for that, and I I, I think I can weather a year because you know I I made some money playing football, and I've been I think. Another thing I tell my kids and anybody that listens, we always tell them that, you know, especially the older ones in vultures and minions and their, whoever their uh, friend vultures are that they deal with, our advice, Carrie and I's advice, and it was, is that always have six months mm -hmm. of in savings. That if something comes, you always have six months mm -hmm. ready to go to get you by. And so that's certainly things that I'm working on now because I will never, ever be caught off guard again because I don't know how many listeners, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to me. When you're caught off guard, I don't know if you can relate to this or not. Well, yeah, yeah, you can. Ah. I know some of your life experiences. So, yes, you. some things you can't prepare for. Other things uh, you can prepare for. And this is one of the things that I can control. And, and, and it's the classic... Uh, 
you know, hope for the best, plan for the worst. Yep. And it's it's a, but to, in order to do that, sometimes it's a little scary for folks, right? Yes, it is. And so I just want to encourage everybody uh, to to do that because that's what I'm doing right now. I mean, I have a meeting next week about okay, what's my plan, and and figure out a course of action just in case there isn't football. But I I, I just get this feeling that there's people in your former profession, mm-hmm. your ilk, mm-hmm. as I like used to refer to them as, but you've soundly and roundly denounced I have your former profession. Yeah. <laughs> which I have. They're not about they're not about presenting uh, both sides. But when I read things, it's almost like they're yeah, they're presenting one side, but it's almost an undertone of cheering for nothing to happen, nothing to get better. I, I don't understand that. I mean, what 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 is the what is the motivation behind that? Is it to prove how smart they are? Is it? Do you think that their personal political idealism, and we all have a political idealism, you do, I do, yep. enters into their writing and their reporting on yes. TV? Yeah. Do you think that that's I think something that's real. I think their vision for the country is dramatically different from the and country. It aff- but it, how does that affect writing on sports? And, and I believe football? they feel like there's been a. I believe they feel like they have license to be activists instead of reporters, and we've allowed this creep in journalism to on both a, sides. Opinion. By the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's definitely on both sides. It's definitely on both sides. Um, you know, people know which side I'm on, so that side offends me less. But in yeah, terms but, of its violation of the ethics of journalism, it's no less severe than it is on the right but or the left. It's no less severe on the right than it is on the left. Obviously, when we are on radio or on this podcast, it is very clear what side you're on. I think it's... I make uh, no bones uh, about uh, it, and I make no apologies for it. No. Uh, and I think if, if somebody would listen to uh, me over the years, they know what side I'm on, but I, I, I do think I'm a, a tad more... You're more open-minded yeah, than I am. Yeah, a little more liberal than you are, and not in a, you know, in a couple of areas. There's things that I think we yep. can do better, like even much more of a second chance guy than I am. A second chance guy. Uh, I am a, I am a supporter of, of a uh, affirmative action in certain areas because of my experiences. Mm-hmm. I speak from my experiences. Um, I do think. Uh, you know, the, I, I believe in being compassionate with accountability, which I think you do too. I'm a big personal responsibility guy. Yeah, there's got to be accountability, which I I think so. Where where the the liberal side loses me a little bit, I I agree with some of their ideas, but there's no accountability if those aren't working. And the perfect example would be uh, the Spielman Fund. You know that money that's raised. If there's no progress being made, then there's an accountability for that, and and then that money is then uh, given to the some, guy that's producing. Yeah, give it to somebody else. Yeah, and so I believe in that, but I also believe in results and accountability. And if there's not, we need to try something different. So I think you know that's that's my, my stand uh, on about everything in life. But I do believe when that to whom much is given, 
much is expected. And I know you do too. Amen. And so, uh, but I, I just, I get so frustrated and I, you know, I spent some time with Rick and I was asking him questions and about the NFL and some, and a lot of things is we don't know yet. You know, it's, it, they just don't know. I think uh, one of the interesting things that I thought about an article that I saw on profootballtalk.com and, and Mike Florio, I think he does a good job. I think he is uh, definitely um, leans strongly to the left as far as his, idea, uh, his politics and how he approaches things. I don't know if he's straight down the middle in his reporting because I think he um, has, a, I don't know what his agenda is. And to me, sometimes it looks like his agenda is that I got to do everything to to make sure that we don't play the NFL this year because it makes me look right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I could be wrong. I'd be happy to talk to Mike about it. But I like Mike. I think he. I like. I've had I like great. Mike I've too. I have great conversations over over the years with Mike, and I think he's a good man. I just think politically we're just not on the same page. But it's almost like they don't. He doesn't want football to happen. I don't get it, you know, and and we're not asking guys to be cheerleaders for the sport. No, either, I, I just but we're just like baffled by some of the things that we hear. But the 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 one issue I want to talk about, I want to see if you can think this this will work, is that same day travel. Do you mm, think that could interesting. work? Um, I do on on like bus trips, like if Philly's playing Washington yeah. or Philly's playing New York or Baltimore's playing, Ravens are playing the Redskins or. Uh, even if Cleveland's playing Indy or Cleveland's playing Pittsburgh or Cincinnati, I think same-day travel is possible. Now, the thing that a lot of people don't think about is what's Vegas think about that? Right, because they got longer to travel. Right. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, Seattle. Back when you were a two-time uh, state champion. Mm -hmm. Way back. You remember that, right? I do. Well, vividly. For those of you who know, Bruce Hooley was a two-time state champion in cross-country at West Liberty Salem High School. Yeah, he for was, those of you who forgot while Spiels was on vacation, his daily reminder. As he, quick, he quickly points out to me the first day I met him. Would you like to see the state champion jacket? <laughs> I saw them, okay, yes. I just wondered. So, the plaques are in the other room. But I, I, I think, you know, when high school, we used to – I remember playing Moeller in a state championship game. Right? Yes. We, Hiawatha Francisco. Yeah, yeah, they were good. And, uh, well, yeah, we, they were much better than us, but – we hung in there for half. Oh, but they got to recruit. You didn't. It was a uh, it was a bus trip down to Columbus State Championship game, right? Sure. Just, so it, high school, we're used to that. I just don't know if I can see an NFL team, and it has to affect the line, wouldn't you think? I would think so. Sure. Let so, me get to that. My perspective on same day travel. After I reflect on something you just said about results and accountability, that's important. Uh, results and accountability come into play in business. Maybe in your small business, AUI info can help you get better results, and be accountable to your employees, but not waste time researching things that you'd rather not waste time doing, like lining up health insurance, like understanding all the ins and outs of HR. That's where AUI Info in Akron can help you. They're licensed in the state of Ohio. Chrissy, Julie, Steve, and their staff of 14 others, they are small business themselves, so they can help you with compliance issues, which probably are on your 
played like never before in this post-COVID era where there's all kinds of regulations and rules and things you have to, hoops you have to jump through. Let AUI Info navigate those for you and let them forge a relationship with you that will not cost you more because they get compensated from the insurance companies and from the people that they line you up with. So they're a great resource. I highly recommend them, auiinfo.com. You don't want to make a move that ends your business that's something that you could have figured out from a free phone call or a free click to auiinfo.com. So remember the name, auiinfo.com. They'll help you with all your compliance issues and lining up the health insurance that'll make your employees happy employees and loyal employees, auiinfo.com. On same-day travel, first of all, I get a headache when I hear your voice, so I put on this film and CBD I wonder if you don't have NFL this year, if you're going to become... Hi, this is Chris Spielman for Spielman CBD and CBD oh, yeah, Health probably, Collections. Yeah. There might be big news coming on the CBD Health Collections. Uh, you know something I don't know? I may know something you don't know. We can't say what it is yet, but... Uh, Does it have to do with critters? No, it has to do with another... Per- Speaking of critters, I hear my little dog upstairs yelping. Do you ever let the cat inside? or is he just, I don't let the cat uh, inside when you're here because it seems I to mean, freak you, you ever out. Let him like, out? So it's like I'm letting a wolf I'm allergic, in the house. I'm allergic to cats. Oh, you are? Okay. I'm, a, I'm allergic to some cats. Yeah. But uh, my, dog, my dog upstairs is yelping, and I let him out this morning. So I think he's yelping because he hears our voice. He misses terribly my wife and daughters who fawn over him and make him the king of the house. And I just... I think he's yelping because of his IBS syndrome. No, that's the other dog. That's the big dog. I couldn't be lucky enough to have IBS in the little dog, which would make little messes. I get the, the IBS in the big dog that makes big messes. Um, get the Spielman Pet CBD. I got it. Did you give it to I'm him? I'm giving it to Regularly yeah, or it is it the, intermittently? No, I'm giving it to him every day. Right. 20 drops on a piece of bread with some wet dog food. So Maybe the dog food's what's screwing his stomach that it's there. Up. Maybe so. Why don't Maybe you go so. to the vet? Here's I'm going to tell you what food to get. Fresh pet. Okay. You'll have to take out a second mortgage. Is that more expensive than gravy train? Yeah, that's the thing. I'd rather eat than have the dog eating high premium (laughs) dog food at the moment. Sorry, that probably offends PETA. Add Add PETA's objections to my stance on things to the long and growing list. No shortage. No, no there's shortage. no shortage. But you know what? When you work for yourself, you can't get fired. Sometimes you don't get paid, but you can't get fired. All right. So, I'm sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. Same day travel. Um, I'm not against it. I just, there's a world out there with coronavirus, and coronavirus is everywhere. It's in hotels, it's in buses, right. it's, it's in on planes, stores. it's in trains, it's in stores. So if I'm the Seattle Seahawks and I have to travel to Vegas for a game, could I fly same day? I could. Well, every team charters in the NFL, so right, you can certainly it. have that plane as clean as possible before anybody gets on. Yeah, but so what are you trying to avoid? You're trying to avoid a night in Vegas in a hotel right? where you can't vouch for probably the sanity, you know, San- no, not sanity. 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 Well, you can't, well, vouch, yeah, for the, for, for you can't san- vouch for the sanity of a hotel in Vegas. Yeah, ever. that's true. That that actually worked in your favor. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. So I'm just saying, Sanit- the virus is out there. Conditions, yes. The virus is out there. It's in the local Costco. It's in the local Menards. It's everywhere. So to me, if I'm an NFL team and they want me to travel same day, I'm like. We're playing amid the virus. It's in Seattle. It's in Vegas. I'm not going to worry about getting exposed to it one night in Vegas as opposed to one night in 
you know, in our, in our own beds. I just think it's silly. It's like, look, and, and all these guys are athletes functioning at peak efficiency. Zeke Elliott tested positive. Zeke's an elite athlete. He's asymptomatic. He feels fine. He's training. Yeah. He's training. That's going to bring me to my next question. Go yeah. ahead. So I think the same day travel, if you want to do it, okay, do it. But I'd be like, if I'm a team owner, I'm like, what are we doing this for? We're either playing or we're not. Exactly. Got to be a decision. You got to live with it. It's out there. Now, by the way, let's repeat what we said the other day. My friend, the doctor, says... Vaccines are coming by the end of October. But millions of them. We never hear that because I hear. No, because that's not fear by porn. By 2021. 20... No, that's not fear porn. But okay. he's a doctor. He's on the front lines. He knows. He says it's coming. They're they're being produced now. Really? Yeah. Millions Why of them. Why won't Fauci say that? Fauci and Florio, I think, are the same guy. Neither one of them wants football this year. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand. By the way, Fauci, check with him on what day is it? Is he positive Fauci today or is he negative Fauci no, today? I don't know. I heard somebody yesterday played a montage of Fauci sound clips where it's like good Fauci and evil Fauci. Yeah. Positive Fauci and negative Fauci. Well, he's Fauci. never wrong then. He's been everywhere on it, on this. Everywhere. Which, I'll cut him some slack. It's an evolving situation and you're more enlightened next week than you are this week. Sure. But when you go from, don't wear a mask, it does no good, to everybody's got to wear a mask. Yeah. That's why I have a hard time taking you seriously. I'm not saying you're dopey or it. I'm smarter than you. I'm just saying when you give me a reason to doubt your veracity, guess what? I'll doubt your veracity. Here's the, the I mean, you hear one side, you can find 50 other people on the other side. You can. It's just, it's, but that's Who can my question. Loudest. Like, even people that are asymptomatic, um, it's, more difficult to spread if you're asymptomatic, according to what I read. Oh, uh, somebody may certainly correct me if I'm wrong. From my understanding, I thought the WHO on June 9th came out with an article saying it's very rare to spread it if you're asymptomatic. And my question is, if a player like Zeke is asymptomatic, mm -hmm. are you going to let him play? If I'm free to let him play, I'm letting him. I'm if I'm free to let him play, I'm giving him the option to play or not. Mm -hmm. Now I don't know. What does Dak Prescott say? Ooh, I don't want to. I don't want to hand a ball to Zeke. No. I don't want to touch a ball that Zeke has touched. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. My I guess just, is, if you ask guys, do you want Zeke in the lineup? They're like, Do yeah. you think we'll see any NFL players opt out like we've seen with basketball and baseball? I'm not playing because of fear of COVID-19. No, because <laughs> football players are, the culture's different. It is. Football. It's different mentality. I'm going to tell you right now, it? in my opinion, I can't, I don't know this, but my guess is when I heard Avery Bradley of the Lakers was not going to play, and I think it's probably for, doesn't he have like some family situation or whatever? Well, if you have underlying conditions, I certainly understand why somebody wouldn't I just, play. The, the first thing I thought was, well, that dude's dead to LeBron forever. Because LeBron is grinding to become, like, the first guy. I think the first guy ever to win three titles with three different franchises. Or okay. maybe to be the lead dog and, you know, lead horse or whatever you want to say, the star player yeah. on three teams to win titles. And Avery Bradley opting out is not going to help Is he a good him. player? I don't know. He's a good player. He's a good player. He's a functional player on the Lakers. I mean, you know, so they're probably – the rumor was, and I don't know, I haven't followed it because I have no interest in the NBA – uh, J.R. Smith is going to get a shot. Yeah, I like J.R. 
So we'll see if Jr. gets a shot in Avery Bradley's. You step. never know what you get with Jr. You, What's it like? In, you tell me in the locker room. You're playing. You're coming back, and a guy goes, "Nah, nah, I, I'm not I, playing." I usually I have a really direct, quick answer. Uh, I can't speak for this because this is, as we know, a novel situation. Oh, like we have a you, novel. I see, I see what you did there. Virus. I don't know. I I would think I would be concerned uh, with underlying health conditions if somebody got it because of what we know that how it affects people with underlying health conditions. Uh, one of my minions has an underlying health condition that we're you know keep an eye on and watch her around this because of her condition. It's a little different if um, she got it or one of the other minions got it. Mm-hmm. You know. So Requires the, sacrifices. Dave Clawson, the Wake Forest coach, is going to, once he starts meeting with his team, is going to not see his wife for months and months and months because she had uh, chemotherapy to get over cancer. Yeah. Coach I know in Troy, Ohio, shout out to the Trojans, although he's not with the Trojans anymore, but he was for like 30 years, Steve Nolan, now the coach at Troy Christian, his wife had cancer. And he told me when I talked to him maybe a month ago, he said once the season starts, he's going to be around young high school boys that he and his wife will live in separate rooms in a house. Yeah. He'll have parts of the house he can go in, and she'll have parts of the house she can go in. Sure. And although, you know, that's... Yeah, He's not as well-heeled as a Wake Forest coach no, no. who can, like, live in a hotel for four, four or five months. Yeah. But, I mean, that's... that's He's part. doing what he can do. Well, Taking again, I think that's the... I, would, I always think about, you know, difficult times or circumstances breed ingenuity. I mean, you find ways to get yeah. the job done, right? And if Dave Clawson is going to be the head coach of Wake Forest and he and his wife become an, have an agreement that um, he's going to, to protect her, he's going to stay away from her, if he's going to continue to do his job, then I think that's that's fine. Now but You just have to do it that way. Yeah, you do. Uh, we were talking about, you know, why don't certain things get reported and why do they get reported? So here's a little test for everybody listening to the podcast, okay? Very frustrating you, me. I hate it. You I, may you may hear today that Jersey Mike's, the sub franchise, is uh, renaming the BLT, bacon, lettuce, tomato sandwich, the BLM sandwich, bacon, lettuce, tomato. And that Jersey Mike's has put out a statement saying that this is their homage to the Black Lives Matter movement. Okay. That is a hoax. Okay? That is a hoax. It's out there on the on the Twitter. It's out there on the web that this is what Jersey Mike's is doing. Jersey Mike's is no doubt fighting back against this because everybody's saying, well, that's stupid, which it would be stupid <laughs> to, to call a tomato a mato in order to make what would be a, a statement of absolutely no impact on that movement. But just do that little test today. Find out if you hear about Jersey Mike's and you'll have a friend say, hey, hey, what Jersey Mike's is doing? That's a hoax, okay? So that's one test. We also talked about July the 1st being a landmark day because I'm dropping dish and because it's Audrey Spielman's birthday, mm-hmm. 18th birthday. Yeah, no you more. You no longer have. Uh, Kids, you, done. You no longer have. Depend- you you still have dependents, though. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> I, I inherit more dependents. Today's a really good day for Bobby Bonilla. Former Major League Baseball player. Great Pittsburgh Pirate, by the Great way. Great Pittsburgh Pirate. I had a little uh, conversation with Bobby Bonilla years ago that I've always reflected upon about Barry Bonds. Um, Bobby Bonilla gets a check every July 1st from the New York Mets for $1.2 million. They negotiated a buyout with him in the year 2000. 
He had a massive contract. They wanted out of it. He negotiated a buyout where they pay him $1.2 million every July 1st until 2035. Amazing. Way to go, Bobby Bonilla. Way to go, God bless you, Way to go, capitalism. Uh, Darren Williams, D. He's got a plan B, doesn't he? Bobby Bonilla Bonilla had a plan B way back then, yeah. Uh, Darren Williams, the former Illini guard, uh, this is a a landmark day for him for the opposite Former Cavalier, too, right? Uh, Yeah, former everything, I think. Uh, This is the last day uh, yesterday. was the last day the New York Nets, not Mets, Nets, were on the hook to pay D. Will $15,000 a day, which they have done for the last five years. What must the, money, what must the money be like in a, fr- in a professional sports franchise to go, yeah, 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 we got you. A million bucks, 1.2 million every July 1. Yeah, we can do that. No problem. Plan your, B. Head- your headphones go dead on you? Uh, yeah, I fixed it. Okay, good. Uh, and D. Will is a... Uh, is, uh, not going to get his fifteen grand a day, today or any wow, 15, future day. day. Fifteen thousand a day. Interlands would. I um, know there are a lot of people who say you know you never have enough money. If I got fifteen grand a day for, for five, five years, you'd be happy. I think I'd be set. You'd be I set. Could save some. Of you that. can actually join a golf save, course. I could save up more than six <laughs> months. Uh, rainy day fund. I certainly could. Uh, baseball minor leagues. They've canceled their season. It is said that at least half of the 160 clubs are are in peril of folding because they are dependent upon fans and ticket sales and yeah. concessions and everything. Wouldn't the, the uh, wouldn't the major leagues pick up the uh, tab on those? I don't know. I don't know. A lot of them are independent clubs. I oh, don't independents. Yeah. I mean, some of them are. Some of them are the Dayton Dragons. You know, they pack that place in Dayton. Akron, Double A team of the Cleveland Indians. They pack that they're, out. They're canceling. Yeah, no, no minor leagues, no Columbus Clippers, no ring in your bell. Seriously, it's minor league baseball. All minor league, all baseball. minor league baseball canceled just for the year. Yeah, I know it's heartbreaking to you as big a baseball fan as you are. Darn it! I was going to drive out to Akron to see the Arrows play. Sure you were. <laughs> for about uh, two outs in the yeah. first inning. All right, what are we going to do now? Big Ten All Decade Team. Yes. The running backs. When you think Big Ten running backs in the decade of the uh, Urban Meyer, the last year of Jim Tressel, Luke Fickle, all seven years of Urban Meyer, and a year of Ryan Day, in that era in the Big Ten, the two best running backs, who would you say they are? Well, Zeke and J.K. Well, that is what most Ohio State fans would say. Uh, The esteemed panel of 24 voters, which includes James Laurinaitis and Urban Meyer, uh, and I'm not saying it's how Urban or uh, James voted. The f- Big Ten All-Decade running backs are Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley. I can see the argument. Sure. Now, I actually think Dobbins has a better case than Zeke, although mm. Zeke has a pretty strong case. <laughs> Zeke had three years. Dobbins had three years. Dobbins was a 1,000-yard back all three years. Zeke was not. But Zeke had a national championship run, really un- oh, that, untouched that, by anyone his, else. No his, one's ever had a, the kind of national his championship. His Big Ten run. semis yeah. and finals were yeah, just crazy. off the charts. Off the charts. That's looked upon as the championship that Cardale Jones won, and it was, but Zeke Elliott was, you know, <sighs> he was did just, a lot of heavy uh, lifting there. Yeah. And so did the offensive line. Uh, so, uh, J.K. had 2,000 yards last year, and, you know, J.K., 
boy, has there ever been a guy, I'm sure there has been, but you think about J.K. Dobbins' Fiesta Bowl. He was so great in that Fiesta Bowl. But, and I don't even need to finish the sentence, but he got caught, I will, he got caught from behind, but he had two plays on which he looked like he could score touchdowns, actually three, when you talk about the run where he got caught from behind by Tanner Muse, <sighs> the dropped fumble, the drop pass, yeah, in the right corner of the end zone. Was that a fumble or drop pass? It was drop, drop ball, pass, yeah. was originally ruled a touchdown, then overturned, because it, you know, it hit the ground. And then the screen pass, which we think he would have scored on, same end zone, left side of the field. Um, and then the injury. I mean, he had a phenomenal night running the football, but he played essentially half the game. Yeah. So a, a star-crossed game for J.K. Dobbins. And now he's I can't argue. Raven. I can't argue with Jonathan Taylor and Taylor. Barkley. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Uh, Buckeyes put two offensive linemen on the all-decade team. Okay. Would you like to guess who they are? Um, Mangold? Oh. No, he's previous decade. Oh. Give me I mean. Uh, one of them is in the NFL, but has been uh, disappointing so far, according to fans and the team that drafted him. Billy Price? Billy Price. Seriously? Billy Price. He's wow. a Remington Award winner. Okay. And one currently plays for the Buckeyes. I don't know. Who Wyatt Davis. Really? All-American guard, yep. Good for them. Yeah. Wyatt Davis, Billy Price. So, hey, um, linebackers coming out today. I was a little distracted because I'm getting a text okay. from my wife. Uh-oh, what's going from, on? What's uh, face, going? Facebook listener wants to know where I am in my 6,000-mile challenge. Oh, okay. Very good. Yesterday, I reached 3,879 miles. 3,879 miles. Now, it's just my calculation it was a 6,000-mile challenge. June right. 30th would be the exact, well, not. No, not, July f today was. I have 184 days left. So you have 184 days left, and you are 20, eight, 879 miles ahead of 3,000. <laughs> so I think you can you can take Audrey's birthday off as well. No, I'm, I, I haven't. I know you won't, but I you can. I have. In fact, I got a new hobby. You want to so, know what it is? Of course I do. It has to do with exercising. Okay. Cross country, cross country walking, with the with the cross country pulls. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, out in the you ever see anybody you out in the neighborhood doing? Yeah. yeah, my 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 uh, mother in law so, does that. My, so now you've transitioned Maddie, into this. Maddie comes home. Yes, and she sees me walking in the street, like really fast with the pulls. Okay. And she just and she just kept right on driving. No, right? she she stopped. She, she looked stop. at me like, "What's the matter with you?" And she said, "That's so weird." Then she just drove. <laughs> we need to get her on the show to give us her opinion. Uh, yeah. And the, another. What prompted that? What prompted cross country walking? I was just in the store and I saw it and I said, "Oh, let me try this." But actually, because I do at times have hip and back issues, yeah. it actually helps. To poke the holes in, poke the yeah well what it you gets it gets you actually burn and I'm going to recommend this to our okay. listeners you actually burn 50% more calories walking when you cross country walk because you're bringing your upper body and your arms into okay. the movement and you actually walk at a faster pace but you don't uh, uh, your your cardio is the same you're you don't get as winded you don't get more winded I should say okay 
Another listener wants to know, and I'll have to ask Carrie this because she apparently is watching us on Facebook. If you had a another one wants to know if you had a fun night. I don't know what that means. When? Well, I know there's many many ways you could go with that one. I mean, I like what, like I watched Pillow Talk on TLC of Ninety Day Fiance last night. That was fun. That I could get by with <laughs> out on YouTube TV. If you don't have that, I'm okay. That's one of the greatest shows I get ever. History Channel by instead man. of TLC. <laughs> So, but yeah, I mean, you know my stance on the all Americans, all decades, all that, and it's so subjective. Yeah, awards, 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 awards. Yeah, I I mean, you had a good career, you didn't. You were impactful player, you weren't. So we moved. Zeke was, J.K. was. We moved. I got some cool things that I can't find. Uh oh. And one of the things that's been the most disappointing is I lost. I cannot find my OSU degree. I've looked everywhere. I have uh, no idea where mine is. No idea. Carrie said she was the listener. <laughs> the one to know if you had a fun night? Yeah. Well, if you like well, pil- What did you do? You watch, watched TLC. Watch Pillow Talk. Pillow watched, Talk. And she's got a real estate license, so we watched Pillow Talk, and she was working, so. Okay. It's all right. Maybe that was her hint that you she should made do great something s- more productive with your time. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you're wearing your Vikings cap today. I meant to send you a photo yesterday that I took on 270 at the exit uh, to Sawmill Road North. I happened to meet a friend uh, for lunch, and uh, the car in front of me was a purple Jeep, Jeep Cherokee with skull. I don't have my phone. with skull something on the license plate. Had a Vikings logo. Was on it Torgy? Vikings dad. Vi- Maybe it was Torgy. I don't know. I never <laughs> even thought of that. Maybe it was the Torg. <laughs> That'd be funny if it was the Torg. Man, I haven't talked to the Torg in forever. Um, okay. Uh, here's where sports intersects politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NBA uh, players. I don't know if this is official yet, but they want to paint and I think they are going to paint Black Lives Matter on the court in Orlando where NBA teams play. Marcellus Wiley and Emmanuel Acho on Speak for Yourself. The first who, cut. Uh, who, who, oh, they took Whitlock's place, right? Jason Whitlock left. He went to OutKick with Clay Travis, right. and they're crushing it. Their unique visits are up by millions. Um, but at any rate, this cut is about a minute long. I think Marcellus Wiley... Um, He's going to get... Former teammate by... Oh, he's going to be in the... He, now, Marcellus went to Columbia. So, Marcellus is uh, going to likely uh, find himself in the crosshairs with this answer. Uh, and Emmanuel Acho asked the question about whether painting Black Lives Matter on the court is a good idea or not. And here is uh, Marcellus's reasoning. My family structure is so vital and important to me. Not only the one I grew up in, but the one I'm trying to create right now. Being a father and a husband, that's my mission in life right now. How do I reconcile that, what I just told you, with this mission statement that says, quote, we dismantle the patriarchal practice. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement. When I know statistics, when I know my reality, forget statistics, I knew this before I even went to Columbia and saw these same statistics that I'm going to read to you right now. That children from single-parent homes versus two-parent homes, 
The children from the single parent homes, this is in 1995 I was reading this. Five times more likely to commit suicide. Six times more likely to be in poverty. Nine times more likely to drop out of high school. Ten times more likely to abuse chemical substances. Fourteen times more likely to commit rape. Twenty times more likely to end up in prison. And 32 times more likely to run away from home. I knew that. You know why I knew it? Because a lot of my friends didn't have family structures that were nuclear like mine. And they found themselves outside of their dreams and goals and aspirations. So he's voicing a lot of the same reasons why I have uh, objections to supporting the movement. Uh, because what the movement stands for, and I'm all about educating yourself, and he read that right off the Black Lives Matter website. Yeah. So he's voicing, but because Marcellus Wiley's African-American, he's going to get big-time pushback sure. on that. Uh, and then he went on and gave a second reason for why he thinks it is not a good idea for the NBA to formally endorse the Black Lives Matter movement. When I also see their mission is to eradicate white supremacy, in 2020, white supremacy is the mission. Woo, that's a lot of digging through minutiae right there. I am on a show that I'm hosting along with another black guy who is hosting with me who replaced another black guy. And that's just one example of it. So I understand. I respect your space. I respect what you're protesting for. But will you respect others who don't support that same protest? That's going to be interesting. And I don't think there'll be a single player in the NBA who will voice that. No, I'm not. I'm not a supporter of the movement because, man, the pushback would be. Tremendous, and that's the challenge as we transition into the faith portion of the podcast yeah. I said the other day. Educate yourself, stand for truth. There's no my truth, your truth, his truth, her truth. There's God's truth. Truth, there, there are, there's just no room for viewpoints that um, masquerade as truth if right. they're not God's truth. You get shot, you shot it down. I mean, I was in a discussion with a friend of mine who I, I made the same argument for two-parent households and the mm -hmm. better chances, and, and but it just, he started shouting me down, and I just, and I just shut down. I, I can't have a conversation, so I'm not going to, that I need to be educated and that it's racist for myself or it's racist for Marcellus to bring up the importance of two parents in the home when Marcellus has every fact and statistic. He gave he gave facts and numbers, and and that's it. And and that's you know if you want to have an honest conversation, then that's what you have to look at and look at the numbers and say, all right, how can we eradicate these numbers? Yeah, how can we help? Right give people the best chance to do what Marcellus Wiley did. He went to a, yeah. a Ivy league school and he talked about the structure that he had in the home. Um, I've said before the hardest job in the world is a single parent. Oh yeah. I mean, single parents have, I don't think you can ever get rid of that, I, yeah. but we just have to give them all the support we can. Uh, and there's organizations that try to do that. Coaches. That's why coaches are a vital vital part of society in the growth and development of young men and women because of the important role, whether it's filling in a strong female role model role or a strong male role model role for these kids. And so, you know, until you're willing to have an honest conversation and look at some of, now I'm not saying that's the only issue. No. That's one of the issue. And the other thing is, I think Marcellus makes a good point. Not there's, 
I don't associate with anybody that wants racism. I don't. I don't no, I, 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 no I, sane I, person should. No, no yeah. I, I don't. I, you know, nobody wants that. And I think there there are certain things um, that we agree on. And I think the the words that we use. I don't believe in defunding the police. I believe in reforming it in a way that how can we get better? Because we're always looking to improve. Yep. And you know, one of them is, and this is from the black police captain or commissioner in Minneapolis is we have to do better with the unions. There has to be some more. And we talked about this early on in the show. There has to be more accountability for the police, their own union. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just one. There's other aspects. Obviously that's just one. Yeah. When you have an officer involved in the George Floyd uh, death who had 18 complaints, uh, I don't know what the number is, but 18's well past the number where you right. say, well, we got an issue here with this officer. Well, and then, you know, you have New York City, which I don't, for the life of me, can't figure out why anybody would want to live in New York now when you have Mayor de Blasio talking about $1 billion defunded from the NYPD, yeah. which, you know, wh- why? Well, what? the statistics will show, uh, and again, I know feelings may conflict with the facts, but the facts are the facts that the neighborhoods that will suffer the most are the poorest neighborhoods yeah. if they're denied right. police and protection. So, and I more mean, policing helps more than less policing. In order to make progress, you know, you have to make decisions based off facts and not personal emotional feelings. That's how you're going to make real, true, positive change. And I say this based off of experience. Whenever I make decisions, I remove all emotion from my decisions. Whenever I make career decisions, like deciding to call you to do a podcast was in, if you were interested in, in putting the band back together again, it wasn't based off any emotion or my feelings, my general, you know, love for you as a human being and as a friend, it was... You know, this is something that I enjoy doing. I weigh the the pros and cons of it. This is something that can we can um, have a voice, even though you know it's not the largest voice in the world, but it's still a voice where we have a unique group of listeners. We have a unique podcast where faith, life, and football all intersect. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, that's unique and that's a great opportunity. For us, it wasn't based off of any emotion, even though I love you and you're my friend. I'm not, I wouldn't drive out here if it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> we each have a purpose in doing this, and there can be many purposes to doing many endeavors. There can be a financial purpose, there can be, sure. you know, this kind of purpose, that kind of purpose. And our purpose, uh, which we're united on, is um, serving God with the, with the gifts He's given us. And hopefully, um, being transparent enough that other people can identify with our struggles, our triumphs, and as we try to sort through, we don't claim to have everything figured out, but we want to strengthen people and serve God, you know, um, in a way that is pleasing to Him and in a way that glorifies Him. And this podcast is something that we both feel like we can walk that line and do that. Um, so that's why we do it. Uh, would we like to 
achieve other purposes through it, yeah, sure, it'd be great. But we remain committed, and you have to remain committed in your life to what is your purpose. Are and, we over and, a year yet? Or? No, not quite over a year yet. And Seems. what you said about emotion is so true. And one of the things that I've learned in the past year, taking uh, a leadership training uh, seminar called Transformational Leadership, I used to think, and I used to hide behind the statement, well, that's just how God made me. That's just the way that I am. Easy, yeah. That's an easy It's very way easy out. to do that. It's very lazy to do that. And it and it hurt my marriage. It hurt a lot of my relationships. It hurt me professionally. Eh, I'm combative. I'm this. I'm, ah, that's how God made me. You know, Peter was combative. Paul was combative. Eh, you know, and, and what I've discovered is that there's biblical basis for taking your thoughts captive to Christ, filtering First everything. 1 Corinthians, yeah. yeah. Filtering everything through the prism of his truth, which is what I urge you to do with all these social justice causes and all these social justice terms. And I've found out that when I'm going down a road of this thought leads to this feeling, which leads to this action, let's say I'm upset about something, so I get, you know, all stirred up, and then I become argumentative on Twitter, and I make, you know, an ass of myself on Twitter, (laughs) and I have. I know. What I, I, I pointed out to you yeah, nicely when with, you do. What with great delight. What I have to do is, <laughs> and I have to go back before I get to the action that is, you know, being stupid on Twitter or saying something to somebody. I don't do this perfectly, but I'm endeavoring to do it much, much better. I have to stop myself before the action and go back and change the thought. And if I go back and change the thought, then guess what? The thought leads to a different feeling. feeling yeah. And then the feeling, the better feeling, the more godly feeling leads to a better action. And that is something we're all capable of doing. And so I would encourage you to try to do that. Was that your faith segment of the day? Okay, good. You want to hear mine? I do. Mine's, it's not a Bible verse today. It is a parenting tip. Mm -hmm. I was not like this as a young parent. Um, When I was a single parent, I became like this recognizing when I make a mistake with one of my children as a parent. And I'm encouraging all people that listen to this podcast and watch this on Facebook to implement this into your parenting style because you will build more trust with your child. As I was brought up, and I think, I know as my wife Carrie was brought up, and I think how you were brought up, I can't speak for Sherry because I don't know her background. Mm. Back in the day with parents, it was basically do as I say and, sh- and don't ask questions. Because I said so. Just I'm your parent yep. and just do it. Yep. I'm the mom. I'm the dad. Yep. I say it. You do it. End of story. I changed. And it took a lot of humility in being humbled to make this change. And it's great advice. As a parent, you're going to set an example. If, if when you screw up as a parent to your child, which we all do, and if you say you don't, you're lying to yourself. Yep. You'll be a better parent if you're the first to apologize because then you'll be the bravest. If you're the first to forgive, then you'll be the strongest. And if you're the first to forget, you'll be the happiest. Mm-hmm. And so think about that from a a faith perspective, right? When I screw up, I apologize to God. I don't know if you've ever apologized to God. just the other day. I mean, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, it's so, and in, in Catholicism, you know, they they have something that there's an accountability factor called confession, mm-hmm. and you can agree with it or not agree with it. I find it a wonderful tool of being accountable. Um, to forgive was and for me remains very challenging. I have a, I had a couple incidents that I shared with you that I'm trying to get over, which were, in my opinion, unprovoked cheap shots. And I'm trying to be forgiving. I'm not there. Uh, I'll get there, but that doesn't mean I, I'm going to not... Uh, I'm, I, I'll separate myself from those situations. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll have to eventually get to forgiving. And eventually... Um, I'll forget what happened. And, you know, I went through this with my dad. There was, there were, I had a relationship issue with my father and I was the first to apologize for maybe my actions. Mm -hmm. I forgave him for his actions. And as soon as I did, I was able to forget and become happier in our relationship. It's good advice. It's great advice, and it's biblical advice. It's right out of 1 Corinthians 13 because that's one of the characteristics of love is it keeps no record of wrongs. That scripture resonated with me when I was dedicating myself to having a better marriage. My marriage wasn't in trouble. It just wasn't achieving what it should have achieved. And I realized, stop keeping score. (laughs) Stop keeping score. Like, stop, you you owe me this because I did this. Yeah. Stop keeping score. It's, That's uh, the advice I gave your son when you asked some people to give Noah advice. Yeah. I said, That's Noah, a great advice. you got to be like J.R. Smith in the NBA Finals. Yeah. you got to forget the score. It's the best thing you can do as a husband and as a dad is forget the score. That's a great point. Yeah. I learned. Good. And, you're talking, and what you're talking about is that. changing your thoughts, changing your feelings, changing your actions. Yeah. You can, you know, something your dad, my dad, you know, you can ruminate on that thought when that can get your feelings stirred Just up and um, that can yeah. make you feel, you know, and, and to change the feeling, change the thought. There's not much difference as a parent between saying, do it because I said so and saying, do it because I love you and I have your best interest at heart. And my experience going through something like this in your, in your life, in my life is that if you do this, this is what I'll see you do. Yeah. This is what the consequence can be. This is what the, the the danger is. It's really the same as because I said so, but it's a much better way of saying it because one, you're being dictatorial, and one, you're conveying love. Yeah. Uh, I'd be interested in any emailers that yeah. have implemented this into their parenting style. Uh, anytime you can share an email with us or an experience that you have that you feel not only Bruce and I could learn from, but all other listeners can learn from. We encourage that interaction. No doubt. Spielmanhooleypodcast at gmail.com. The power of saying I'm sorry and meaning it. And uh, we'll talk about that on Friday. We'll reflect on uh, what will be uh, the day before July the 4th and how our country was founded and where our country is now. I'd be curious to you to have you email us and tell us what, what what the country means to you, what it means to you. That'd be good to talk about on Friday as well. Spielmanhooleypodcast at gmail.com. We are, of course, powered by Hemisphere Coffee Roasters Coffee. Outstanding coffee, outstanding people, and outstanding mission. They buy direct from growers in Indonesia, Ethiopia, 
Thailand, and soon, yeah, Nicaragua. I probably have one of the countries wrong, but you know what I don't have wrong? It's great coffee. And I don't have wrong the fact that you can get 15% off when you uh, use the promo code we tackle life in all caps, or you can donate it back to COVID-19 Relief. We'll give away $1,000 on Friday's podcast in COVID-19 Relief. Get your nominations in, Podcast at gmail.com. We thank all of you for listening. We hope you have a great day. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter at we tackle. And we will talk to you on Friday. Oh,